0: Man, well, welcome, Amen. welcome, Well, We do got plenty of praises today. And uh, Liz was the first one to jump. and said, "Hey, I got baptized. That's great." Yeah. So we just had a great celebration today. Had three folks uh, uh, get baptized yesterday, and had a good turnout. About like thirty-five folks out there rooting them on and celebrating that. So first thing I like to do is recognize our folks that. Uh, and that had their baptism yesterday. So first, I'm going to ask Miss Liz to come on up, and you guys feel free to take a picture, welcome her, hug her, and pray for her. Come on up here. Woo! That's a good. Yeah. I mean, that's a good that has the date and everything. Isn't that beautiful? But you know what's really beautiful is that you know what that you know Jesus Christ, yeah. and you know what you're secure in Him. Amen. Go on, take a picture. Come on. I'm gonna get you slides right over the there, one, just for one second. Now, Donovan was not able to be with us today. We're gonna to hold on to that because we want to celebrate that with him when he's coming, uh, when he's able to get back. There's another fellow here, let me see, let me read this name if I can find it. looks like a familiar name. Michael, come on up, buddy. Michael to Come on up here. There the we go. He's got it, good. Well, come on now, everybody get together. One more, Tim. Alright, come on in here. Good deal. We'll yeah. good. Good, good, good deal. And you know, we love to celebrate things with, with our family. You know, like Tanya was saying, there's so many things that uh, that you know in this world that you don't get to celebrate. You know, things that the things are, are that It's gonna be one of the this is gonna be an amazing message. Is that too loud now? Yes. It's not working here, but it's working over there. One, two, 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 two. We'll try that. I'll just get up and adjust. Yeah, we'll adjust as we go. But that's not going to slow us down. I can always tell when it's a really, really powerful message because all the electronics and everything else are right? going oh, crazy. <laughs> hey, it fits into the message. We're going to use that little speed bump right there to go ahead and jump into our message. Uh, but also, I want to share a few other things. You know, I'm always talking about using any tool we can to share a faith. You know, you guys have seen me rip a dollar and, and, and share a gospel message and stuff. Another night uh, when we were doing class, Everett had uh, an had idea that somebody shared with him some time ago, and I want to pass it on to you. And, you know, that's something you want to uh, use as a as I call it a crowbar for Jesus. Open up the door. And he, uh, a fellow that uh, Everett had, had shared this, he had been on a mission trip, and had this little stone like this. And we've got a bunch on here, and I'll pass it around if you guys like to have one, that's fine. And I'll tell you what, what it's all about there. And it said a lot of times he might be making change or something like that, and, and, and go to the in the store or something? Somebody said, well, what's that? He said, it's a reminder of the blood of Christ, where the blood of Christ has done from me. And so that's just a little something. You'd be surprised how those little things can just get somebody thinking. So everybody, I appreciate you sharing that. If you'd like to take one of those, you're welcome to it. Uh, again, I'll say that you're welcome to all the things that we have over here, the bread of life uh, handouts. And um, we've had a lot of Bible tracks and things. So anything you can use to further the kingdom, let's go for it. Because that's why I'm here, Amen. So that's what I want you to see today. So with that being said, we're going to jump into the message. Everybody ready to roll? Yeah. Put me in, coach. I'm ready. Right. So we're starting off with the message today with the question that says, where can I go? Where can I go? And I want you to look at this. Where can I go and be and not be in the reach of God's love? Got some good news for you today. You ready for some good news? Yeah. No ready. Yeah. But that'd be a real short sermon, so I'm going to give you a little bit more to go with that, okay? But I want you to look at this, look at this here. On Psalm 139. Verse 7, that's probably where we're going to be. But if you've got your Bibles with you today, I encourage you to open up your Bibles to Psalm 139. And uh, we're going to go through that a little bit. Uh, I encourage you this week to read the whole Psalm. But, uh, you know, just for time's sake, we're going to go through a few selected verses. But once you look at this, the Psalm says, where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? You know, a lot of times we might feel alone in the midst of our situation. I think all of us have felt like that from time to time. But it's not about how we feel. We have to go with the Word of God. So I always encourage us to stand on the Word of God and stand on the promises of God. So we're going to start off with this, this question and keep this in mind while we're going through the message today. Where can I go? Where can I go? I want to tell you, there's nowhere you can go when you're left out before. I'm going to go through a couple of, of verses here that I have. And I want to just kind of unpack a few of those. Like I said, if you got your Bibles, you can follow along with Psalm song, 139 or not, which to put most of the scriptures up here. Thanks Facebook And when verse 8 says, If I go up to heaven, you are there. If I go down to the grave, you are there. If I ride the wings of the morning, if I dwell by the earth's seas, even there your hand will guide me and your strength will support me. I could ask the darkness to hide me and the light around me to come night. But even in darkness, I cannot hide from you. Let me tell you right now, friends, the Lord knows no distance to reach out to his, his family. Amen. Aren't you glad of that? Has anybody ever felt like they were Joseph in that pit? We've been talking about Joseph for about a month. And I tell you what, sometimes our pit might look like our home. It might look like our job. It might look like the report that the guy that the doctors gave. I mean, things can change in an instant. But we went to a football game, and there was a young man that, that took a hit and, and you know, things have changed in his life dramatically. It sounds like he's doing really good, but we want to come help. Continue to remember the world family in our prayers. Because, you know, things change in an instant. It sounds like he had a blood bleed uh, and some stuff like that. But the last I heard, things are going much, much better, and we thank God for that, and continue to stand on God's healing prayers. And I know one of the things that I saw, that uh, there were some pictures and stuff at the game, and some pictures uh, that really touched my heart, in the emergency room. There was just all his friends and family and team coming together. I said, isn't that what the body of Christ is supposed to do? When one of us is down and one of us takes a hard hit to pull together. So I pray that, you know, you see that strength in your church family, but also you can be a mere Christ to other folks as we go about our business, about our everyday lives, our work and everything, because that's where you're going to bring that light. That's where people are going to be looking, are they really different or is it just on Sundays? Well, if Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior. We're in with Him. It should be every day. And don't forget. I understand we missed a But get back on the horse and receive His forgiveness. Amen. So let's take a look at this. I said, Our God is all knowing. He's everywhere. Our only everywhere. All the time. And I thought, you know, if we're honest, how many of us has tried to run from God at some time? Try to run from Him. And I want, I want you to think about that. But before we jump into that, I wanted to take a few minutes to just see how our precious hours uh, are spent day after day, year after year. I thought this was kind of interesting. This did a little, little Google search on some of the t- interesting time facts, all right? And I don't know if you guys ever thought about how much time you spent doing a few things. But they're basically, if we live 78 years, they say he will spend 25 years sleeping. I don't think I'm going to make that. I don't know. I get about five hours. how about you guys? Yeah. And when you think about that, now, now here's another one. Let's just kind of look I want you to see what's going on here. Is it 10.3 years working? That means if, if you sat in a chair in front of your computer for 10.3 years, that, that's, that's the average work thing. they are basing this on 40 hours a week, going to work at 20 and finishing up at 65. I think you're going to need that. Then you're going to need the hours right there. All right, here you go. This might be a shocker to you. You watch TV for about 9.1 years wow, that's hard to believe But when they bring that out, it's amazing. It's like watching TV. It says almost half all the leisure time that people spend is watching TV. And they look at that and they say, that's only based on on a person watching TV 2.8 hours a day. I don't watch that much, but i tell you what. If you start putting in how much time in front of a computer screen and things, you can start seeing that all these things really start taking our time, doesn't it? Let's see what else we got. This is really crazy. You spend two years watching commercials if you broke it out. If you compile all the commercials, man, how many like that? D- is a DVR? That's great. You can just go right through them, man. You don't have to watch them. So you probably got more time to do More prayer. More Bible study, right? What else we got here? This is when I thought, you know what? We probably got this one with. You spend 2.5 years cooking. Does that count going through Chick fil A? I don't know. I think so, we do, I mean we like that. What else, I'm gonna finish up with a thing here. You spend three months of your life in traffic and about 38 hours a year. And mm-hmm. if you put a Walmart in, there'll probably be more than that, I'm teasing. <laughs> <laughs> Guess you know what side I got in front of my house. But anyway, <laughs> just keep on moving right on through that. Moving right on through that. But you know, what I'm getting at here is what I want us to see is that I wanna get our minds off of, of these distractions and focus on the presence of God and what God has for us, and that starts to produce a peace and harmony in our life. I wrote this down, I said, you know, I know we got to work, I know we got to sleep, you know, I know we got to eat, but so many times we, we seem to run to the things that have very little value. Over and over, you think about that. I, a lot of times what I try to do when I value up my day, I say, how much time am I putting in something that brings or pays eternal dividends? How much time is that? So look at that. And what we should be doing is running towards God. And then I'm telling you, run from the very one that can make all the difference in our lives. So the question is, do you find yourself running from God? Let's take a look at that. If you got your handouts, grab them and just write uh, down what the Lord is showing you. Everybody doing good? They said what? Amen. So it says, stop running. I thought, well, why do, we, why do we run? Why do we run from God? I thought, one reason might be that we don't know him very well. Let me about that. I know for me, I didn't grow up in church, church. You guys heard it many times. I went to church once when I was five and once when I was 30. And that's a long time in between. And I had a good childhood. My folks were nice. They were great. You know, all those things. But guess what? I didn't know Jesus. I knew about God, but I didn't know God. Anybody think there's a difference there? It's a huge difference. So today, if you're here and you know about God, we want you to know God. We want you to meet Jesus. Amen. So I, I, I think of those things, and sometimes you can find out real fast in a conversation. I'm not talking about if you talk to somebody, if they know a bunch of Bible scriptures, or all these things, and go to church on this day and that day and all that. I'm talking about do they know Jesus. That's what I want them to see, if they know Jesus. And so many times, we just run because we have the wrong idea of who God is. If you want to know who God is, you need to open His Word. If you want to know who God is, you need to look to His Son. Because the world will not paint an accurate picture of God. Amen? You want to know what God looks like? Look at his word. And God is clear to out to us. Well, what's another reason we might be wrong? I said, maybe we're ashamed. shame. What do you think about that? You know, I say this a lot of times and I got I gotta preach this to myself sometimes, like David. And I said, don't let your past in your future. If I'm always looking backwards, as my dad would say, son, you cannot plow. Looking backwards, you've got to look straight ahead. Because what happens is you go in I miss that. Oh, what am I doing with you? And then you're over the beans and the corn and all this stuff. You've got to keep our focus. So what are we focusing on? Are we focusing on who we are in Christ? We speak about that every week. Why? Because that's what we're Over, over, when, when you get the layoff notice. You better know who you are in Christ. You know? When you get the doctor report, you better know who you are in Christ. I tell you what. When things are going great, know who you are in Christ. There's never a time that we don't need to know who we are in Christ. So we need to be looking at our identification of who we are in Christ. What about this year? Maybe we're, we're still feeling guilty. But I want you to notice that Jesus broke the shackles of sin because we sort of risen savior. Amen? He came to buy us out of that sin debt, to pull us out of that pit. I have conversation after conversation after conversation. Yesterday, a friend of mine went, uh, me and a friend of mine went and at a car, and we we're talking to these two ladies, and, and I don't care what I'm doing. I'm going to try to bring Christ into the middle of it. Amen? Don't make no difference. And I'm talking to this lady, and, and my buddy's looking at the car, and we're talking. I'm just kind of hanging out. And I know that they feel edgy because they read the newspaper, and they're going, "Then I'm meeting these two guys in a parking lot to sell a car through Craigslist. So I said, like, well, hey, how are you doing, your own? And that's it. I'm talking about Jesus. You can see the guard come down. And wow, see, this is the whole thing. It's not even about the car. It's not about a good deal. It's not about this. It becomes, it's about God. You know, I get to pray with them before we leave People drive by and go, what's going on? What's going on over there? Get to share your faith wherever you go. There's nothing that we do. No sports. No job, no anything. I know things are kind of funny in the workplace. But there's still, still to Christ, you, know? you can still be a mirror you know. can respond Christ like that. And one of the ladies was telling me, and she said, um, I gave her a CD, and I said, you know, check out our website. We've got different things on there to encourage you in the Lord. She said, it's so funny that I met you today. I said, no, what's going on? She said, I've been asking. They were believers, and that was really nice. And, and I, they said, she said, uh, I want to ask you a question i go, uh-oh, here we go. here we go, the big Bible trivia question, right? See, a lot of times you think that's kind of, and you just want to know, what do you think about this? She says, I love writing things. So the Lord has blessed me with writing things. And she says, I, I just feel like, you know, that's something I need to do. I said, 'We'll keep on doing it. And I said, I do know this from writing songs. Don't throw anything away. File it. It might be for another time, another day. And it was like I was pulling bricks off this lady's back because it was such a desire that God had put in her heart. But no doubt, people telling her along the way this is where I'm sensing that a conversation. Yeah, what are you wasting your time for? Who do you think you are? But see, as we identify with who we Christ, that she's a daughter of the Most High King, things start to come the proper respect, you know. And so when we left there, she goes, "I'm really glad we met you guys today." And I go, oh, "I just really nice meeting you guys too. It's really neat." So you know what? That opportunity, we didn't let it escape us without bringing God into the center. And guess what? We already know He's everywhere. But you know what? When you get that nudge, when you get that little whisper, move with it. Come with it. Amen? So i said it again. Jesus broke those shackles of sin and set us free. If I was all focused on all the sin in my life that I've had and do and this and that, you think I'd be talking about Jesus? No. Because I've been thinking, I don't measure up. Who am I saying? Right. That's what the enemy wants you to believe. Because then your announced shut. But when you turn around and you use the word of God, and you said, no, 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 no. When that enemy comes to turn up, poke you like this, mess up your head, get you to send the wrong word, you just say, hey. I see him during the day. I said, tell me at work. He knows what that means. And he's always got a little bit of a Bible verse or something like that. And that kind of keeps us going. And I tell you where I work at we need that. How about where you work at? You know? His favorite verse is this while well, we have sinners, Christ died for us. I don't care what we're doing, what we're working on, I say, well, you know work. And he'll tell me, Well, we yes sinners, Christ died for us. Because like I said, in the workplace and our life, there's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of foul language. There's a lot of this. There's a lot of backbiting. Sound like a world? It's good to know who we are in Christ. And we can make a difference. We can be the light in that darkness. Amen? Because if not, what happens? Just like when I was talking to that young lady. I could tell in her life. Fear had said it. Well, surely what I'm writing wouldn't make any difference. Surely what I'm writing wouldn't make any, any difference. I can tell you this when I started writing music and stuff. I never wrote any Christian songs. I didn't know anything about the Bible or anything else like that. But God was so gracious to put people in my life. I said, well, you know, can you play next week? And I'm thinking, can I play in church next week? Do you like Brian and Joby? I don't know any songs. You know, I, I don't know any of these songs. And then, you know, the Lord gives a song. And then He said, that's really good. How about next week or a week after or next month? And I'm going, ah, I don't know. What, you know, like Johnny B. good, You know, I'm thinking, I don't know. The, what, you know, that's what I kept saying? I, I don't know this. Song. I don't know this. I don't know this. And the guy that I've been playing guitar with for 20 years now, I've been witnessing to and everything else. You know what he says? That guy's going to give me a song. When my faith was shaken, the guy that I've been going into he had not grown in that day. See, that's what that iron is on you? you know? We get ready to embark on something else. And I said, man, you know, this is a lot of stuff that's got to happen. You know? This is a, a, a lot of stuff. This is way before God started bringing everybody into the ministry. We weren't even in a ministry. We were just stepping out, playing songs with Jesus. You know? Because that was comfortable for me a little bit. We like serving God in the comfort zone, right? First, I'm like, oh, I can't do that. I can't do that. I, 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 and I start seeing how God was giving us songs, things like that. And then I noticed something. When I'm playing a song and people are not going, doo, 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 they're crying. And things like that. And I'm going, ooh, this ain't nobody's song. This ain't nobody's performing. So this is a God song. I just saying, Lord, what is it that you want? How can you use us as a vehicle to get your message to people? And may I that song, that song, next CD, next CD, next CD, next CD, doing different things like that, and I'm going. I, I didn't realize this, even not knowing a whole lot about a whole lot of things. I am going, that ain't us, that ain't me, and I started leaning into the things of the Lord more and more. And what God was doing was filling me up, and He was pushing that fear out. And I would think, time after time, and I think about it every time I thought. I don't know. I mean, you know, I don't measure up. You're right. You don't measure up. But in Christ, we measure up just fine. Amen. It's about Him. And see, so yesterday at the baptism, all the folks that already put their faith and trust in Christ—that's what it's all about. Calling on the name of Jesus by grace to save through faith, not that simply as a gift of God. But we identify with that. through the death, burial, and resurrection? They're saying, you know what? My life's changed. My life is different. And I can promise you that you will still miss the mark sometime. But let's, let me tell you this: You are secure in Christ. Amen. Keep going on Keep going. Keep on trouble. Liz said something yesterday, and just touched my heart there. I said, "Tell me something good, baby." She said, "I'm going to be with you in heaven, all of us." She, she said, I, I know because she put faith and trust in my Lord. I do got to tell you something. This was not—I thought about this last night. Also, I want to be honest. About eleven thirty, I said to so thank you. <laughs> Lord, I recognize you're answering that prayer. I just last night I was thinking, man, I wish I was thinking, I really I mean that was good. Good stuff. Now, do you guys remember about a year ago? I know something you guys remember. hear. Do you guys remember about a year ago I did a funeral for a friend of mine? And uh, a lot of people knew me from the rock and roll stuff and everything. And there's like thirty-five people get saved during this time, right? And it was just good. I had business cards, every every call I never asked to give up on. The people come by the here you go." Gave us some CDs and everything. Use it as an opportunity to share Jesus Christ with the Lord. You remember the story? And I had a good friend of mine call me the next day and he goes, hey man, how you what are you doing? I like, heard he you, it sounds like. Yeah, I'm good, man, what's up? He said, Man, I heard, heard you did a funeral. I said, Yeah, a friend of mine passed away, but he knew the Lord, so was all good, you know? He said, Yeah, I heard I heard uh, you know, you had people get up and had a guy get up and then blew get up of the funeral. And this one girl that, that used to know me a long time ago, she said, yeah. He said, I was trying to talk to her. He said, all what they want to do is start talking about Jesus. Everything else. I said, yeah, that's was a you know <laughs> right? But her perspective was totally different, right? Her perspective was "Man, people getting up meeting. What she didn't know, the man who came to me early and said, sir, are you the pastor here? For you? I mean, he said, my daughter has a been at school tonight and if it gets close to such as I'm going to have to excuse myself. No, 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 thank no, you. No. She didn't know that. She didn't have the full picture. She didn't want to hear about all the people who come forward and say, I don't know what? I mean, Jesus. Their life being transformed. You know the last time I saw this who got baptized yesterday? That's what is coming on out of those things. I hadn't seen her for years. And I started there, and she says, "You know, I, I, I want to talk to you more about different things." So, from one person's perspective, man, what is in the world going on? Well, you know what? We got a new sister in Christ today because of God's faithfulness. it right away that! Yeah, so, yeah. Well, isn't that amazing? You can have a hundred people in there see things one way, and you see somebody else go, What the hell is going on? Because what was happening was the gospel was offensive to her. Guess what? The gospel is offensive to anybody that thinks they don't know Jesus, all right? Because it's the truth that doesn't waver. That's the deal. When, when the gospel, not buddy, when the gospel says, hey, all of sin and all show of the glory of God, and you think you have it, that's offensive. But here's the thing. That's the truth, okay? All of sin. We got a couple more stories, but we're going to keep on moving. This week has been interesting. Amen? So what else? Stop coming. I said faith is derivative from fear. When you continue to build yourself up in faith, it changes everything. I was talking to my brother this morning. James saying, you know, he, he writes a few things, and he's always encouraging. You guys are so encouraging uh, to talk to. And uh, I used to hit him up. I said, you know, what's the word of the day? It's the kind of the same thing. They tell me something good, brother. Use it when he's coming in or whatever. And he will just give me just one little loop. I go, man, yeah, I like that. You know? Can I use that? Yeah, I man, anything. And, and, you know, we're just sitting there thinking, and he's talking about, you know, sometimes when we write things down, it's good to go back, like we're talking about journaling, and go back and encourage ourselves in the Lord. I want to encourage you guys. Go back through your notes on some of these things. Go back and listen to the sermons. Read the word of God. Because I want to tell you, faith is the remedy for fear. I said, we don't, just, we don't have to waste our time running from thing to thing to place to place. We've got everything we need in our Savior, isn't it? That's where we need to be going. I was looking at a few things. I said, don't waste your time running. Look at how you spend your time. I said, when we have confidence in Christ, we can start resting. Anybody tired? Come on, I'm for y'all. You know you're going yeah. to tell me. No. I have never remembered people being this tired in my life, love them. I don't remember. Do you remember your mom and dad being this tired? I don't know. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was my job. <laughs> I mean, when I, when I was at home, my dad worked all day. He came home. My mom was holding the fort down. And maybe he was tired because he would get his newspaper, and he would sit there, and my mom would start like Charlie Brown. Oh, mom, oh, I love you, mom. I'm you this. And she would tell him everything I did that day. <laughs> and my dad would be like this, and he'd sit there. And he and, and started going out, and that thing would be just, just like this. And then I understood what my dad meant by playing possible. <laughs> Sometimes you act like to speak asleep, you know? not listening to me at all. He's not listening to me at all. But if she said in the same tone, supper's ready, he's like, okay. Man, he was ready. And I think it's good that we can talk to stuff. But you know, I don't I don't remember that. You know, nowadays I think we got so much, not even the physical part, because I think you know a lot of a lot of readers maybe things have gotten better in that aspect. I mean, you know, not everybody's swinging a, a, a big hammer because I know a lot of people work real hard physically, but a lot of folks are working real hard in the emails, in the telephone, I didn't, I didn't even put all the stats up there. I was reviewing before that, you know, it, just to pop that up there. This a lot of behind the scenes because I want to make sure I'm giving you the best information that I can find. And they talked about the amount of time over the last ten years of somebody using a handheld device, their phone or something like that. How much time they use that? It was unbelievable. It, it, it I, I'm a pie chart guy, and the chart was like way up here. And I thought, man, just think if I was spending that much time on my prayer pie chart. Yeah, that'd be awesome. You know, everybody's busy. But this is the thing. Where can I go? There's no place that you don't have signal to God. alright? You know, you got 4G all the time with Jesus, right? Or even more. I'll call it 7G. If that's perfect. How about that? There's always a place that we can go. So when we know that, how often are we utilizing that? And I think we can start resting. Let's look at this. They of read this scripture many times, but I think it's the best one for what we're talking about. Matthew 11, uh, 28 through 30 says, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden. Look at this it says. And I will give you rest. Somebody say, Amen there. All right? Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I'm gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, my burden is light. We get overwhelmed with so much. When I say we, I'm in there sometimes too. But I'm really working on that. You know last week I told you, I said, I've just been trying this each morning. When I get up and I pray, I said, I'm going to choose. Lord, help me to choose. They have the best day I can. So every day is great for you, buddy? No, but it's a whole lot better when you have got the right attitude, isn't it? But this week, has been a right interesting week. Now, can you imagine if I start out going, I can't believe this. We're this. we I mean, got to show up and then things them things coming, Then you're already down and then, hmm if you start out and you count your blessings and you look at what God's done, I think it's a whole different thing. These are the promises that we need to understand that God has for us. I wrote a few things down for that verse here. I said, Jesus Christ is the only one that can give rest to our souls. Isn't that a If your soul is in turmoil, if your soul is tired, and exhausted, and heavy laden, then you are leading the right passage. Jesus came to give you rest. You will not get rest when your kids grow up. Or when you're married. Or when your bank account becomes that certain number. You ever heard that? Well, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get into this when my grown. bro. You know, I'm all for spending time with the family. I'm well, you know what? Well, you know, later on, I won't worry about this. When I'm married, we'll have two incomes and everything will be all right. Then you've got another set of problems, right? Or, oh, you know, well, once I get this number, whatever that number is, when I get that number, the bank account, man, see it over and over with guys I work with. This is crazy. You know that you got a long way to go when most every guy you work with has on their little board the amount of days they got until they retire. I don't even have a board. You know? <laughs> they got it up there and every day they go, hey, hey! 364 more days. I said, you bought it? He goes, no, 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 Fox bought it. You know? And he said, we have one on and we have one over there, we're talking about all this. And this guy said, I'm going to have my own business one day. He saw on a break. I said, that's great, man. I said, what do you want to do? He said, I'll oh, you know, get a restaurant. Or something. I said, that's great. He goes, I love this. He goes, how old do you think I am? I looked at him and I said, you are 21 years old, 21 and 8 months years old. He went, Eat. He goes, Dude, I'm 21 and six months old. Are you psychic? I go, No, I'm hungry. <laughs> I just my sandwich. You know? <laughs> but the door was open, and now, and now he's watching every day. I said, Lord, I don't even know why I said that. I don't know how he You know? I'm just like oh, 21, you know, 21 and eight months old. You know, 21 years and eight months old. And man, he just it just forwarded. So guess what? I got to share the gospel. with him. I got to talk to him about Jesus. And they go, wow, isn't that something? See, those little things, are you looking for those, those, those little nudges? I'm thinking, well, if I was that close, then the Lord must have something to open the door with. Let me tell you what I do know. And I'm hungry. And I know what? I know people are hungry for Jesus, but they don't know if fill up like on everything else. Yeah, right. They fill up on a lot of stuff, a lot of things, that'll, that'll cost you more than you want to take, it will keep you longer than you want to stay. I'm gonna tell you what. When we fall on Christ, we can rest in that. So, looking at those things, I want us to understand that you know what? Let's go back to the, the highlighted part over there. And I will give you rest, and you will find rest in your souls. You know, on the Bible studies uh, that we're working on, this one's called "You'll Get Through This." It's been a great Bible study. I mean, you guys can jump at any time on Tuesday nights. We do everything right here. A make May 15th I time Tommy You know, you, you think the title of that that message or that Bible study doesn't affect you if everything's good, you'll get through this. Well, that must be for people that have problems. Anybody got problems from time to time? Hands everywhere. Some people put two hands up and a foot, you know? Well, you know what? Today, rest in the Lord. Rest in the Lord. Let's keep on going. Give it to God. You ever heard that? It's easy to say, but sometimes it's hard to do. You know what I just thought? We had, we, had we had a little skit one time, and it was about who's on the throne. I wish I had a about this so. earlier. And, and what happens is, Tanya would come out, and she would be like, oh, yeah, hey, Jesus, how you doing? Everything's good, yeah. And he's like, well, you know, um, you know let, let me sit on <laughs> the throne. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> is that how I sound? <laughs> and he'd sit on my throne there, and she goes, "No." and he'd say, well, well I'm, I'm, you know, your heart, I need to sit there you know. And we're just, and she's like over here like this, and she's like, well, oh, wait a minute, you know. she's like one chicken over here, all mm-hmm. the way on this side. No, 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 because we don't want to give things over God. And it gets to the point where Jesus said, well, you know, come on, let me have it. And he's like this, you know. And I, I know I didn't do it justice, but I think you get the whole thing. Think about that. What is it that we say, "Here you go, Lord"? It's almost like that. Here you go, Lord, straight there. You do this. the back up. The worry, the fear, the guilt, all those things. I'm going to tell you, look at the scripture again. I will give you, you rest. And you will find rest for your souls. How many people like peace? P-E-A-C-E? If you don't have it, you will probably give anything to get it at some point in your life. You see people with big money and everything else and all these things, and really what they want is peace. But you will not have peace outside of Christ. You can rent it for a while. Oh yeah, I got this, I got that, I got this, I can do this. I don't care how soft your bed is, how fluffy your pillow is, that don't mean you got peace. Amen? That don't mean you're resting good. There's people that sleep in some real nice houses, and real nice beds, and everything else. Man, think about the pops of other I remember going down the road one time and my dad told me something that they're always stuck with me. I was like, Dad, we need to get up in the house. He right? goes, why? I said, because wow. it's nice. He's still chewing in the back, spinning down his old truck, straight outside. Right now. I said, look at that house, I said, you don't like that house, but what's what? I said, they need more You like you what you want. <laughs> and my dad told me this. He said, hey. And this is that word. He said, that cat in that house ain't no better than me. Is it if I I can get it. Been married to your mom all these years. Got two good kids. One and a half is me. I don't understand that. And he said, uh, nobody's coming to knock on my door. Nobody's going to haul me out of there to anything else. So I a peace. Wow! How Does that mean we're not moving? House and you get your own because you want peace. <laughs> you know what I mean? Everybody's like, oh, I'm going to get a bigger, bigger house. I said, But you can get by with a two bedroom? You know? I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying a lot of times that without the right perspective, we can get things out of line. That's what I'm saying. Who's on the throne of your heart? Give the God the need there. Let's take a look at this. Is God, I said, God is available to you and for you. I want to explain that a little bit. I said, that is, you know, what Jesus has for us. I said, we are in the right stand with the Lord. We're in His family. We are blessed. So let's be a blessing. I'm going to really talk to you hard on this. We're going pick up speed here. Everybody doing good? me mean, yeah. amen. Yeah. All right. I said, when is the last time you were a blessing? And I wrote this down before we even got here. I said, here's a tip. If you're still thinking about it, it's probably time to bless somebody. <laughs> right? It was Probably do right to be a blessing, and I thought about this: Can you ever be too much of a blessing? You don't want to be taking advantage of it. Don't get me wrong, but, And it's always not always about stuff. You know, some of the, some of my friends that are the hugest blessings to me: somebody will listen, somebody to tell you the truth even if you don't want to hear. Ouch. You know that wasn't cool. Yeah, but, but, but yeah, but that wasn't doing that. Oh. You know, those are the blessings that, that are priceless. Let's keep going on. A blessing points to Christ, not you. Think about that. That's a pretty big statement. You know, people say, well, look what, look what I did, look what I did, look what I did, look what I did, look what I did. People that understand the concept of blessing, people, you never hear about what they did. They don't you don't see them doing this. Right? Matter of fact, you usually see them doing this. Because they want God to do it. I said, a humble servant of the Lord is a powerful instrument for the kingdom of God. So many times we look at things and it's just amazing. I said, the Lord wants you to be, I mean, to be that tool in his hand, a difference maker, the one that goes the extra mile, the one that sees the miracles and the ones that are used to bring them into the lives of others. We need to stop growing. Start resting. Strengthen ourselves and be that vessel that the Lord wants to be. You know, I know if we look back at the course of the day, of course of the week, we see where we missed a lot of things. Don't cloud that. I pray when we leave for the day, as far as this life is concerned, we look at ways to be a blessing. When the Lord nudges you, maybe it's to say a word in that new season. Maybe it's the phone call you need to make. Maybe it's the forgiveness you need to give to that other person or to yourself, the person in the mirror. Right? Because I say that unforgiveness will shackle you and shackle you, you and squeeze the peace out of you and, and, and squeeze the life out of you. And you wonder why you feel so tired and you feel so old. Now, I'm not saying if you're tired, that's what's happening. But I'll tell you what, many people I talk to, that's the truth. Many times, I'm, I'm preaching to me first. That's me. i tell you something that I've wasted the biggest part of my life on. What if? Know what's going to happen. I like to try to control a couple of things. See what's going on. Even no, though I said I don't, I'm going to clean. You know, I don't have to drive the bus, but I like to go, what's going on. If they do that, see, if they do that, then I'll do this, and if that happens, then I'll do this. And that person does this, and I go to sleep, and I'm thinking, if they do this now, I'm right, going to raise them. You know, in my brain, I can't sleep. Anybody else do that? Raise your hand, Mister. Each other, that can you believe that? What happens if this happens? I don't know, but if that happens, you <laughs> then you start feeding off that. And as time goes by, wouldn't it be good if we got in and said, Well, if that happens, we're we'll gonna give it to God because there's no yeah, but yeah, but if give it to God, and yeah, but if no, 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 let's work on giving it to God and being a blessing, be that humble servant, amen. There God can use everyone in this room. Can you believe that? Say amen. 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 He can use you like you wouldn't believe. I want to tell you, as, as a pastor of this church, he does use you. He does use you, and I appreciate that. I appreciate the prayers. I appreciate the call. I appreciate all that y'all do. And it's just amazing how God will pull us together for a time such as that. I think the question is, are we willing to be used? the word as much as I can, I read as much as I can, I, I took every online class this, that, and everything else, and college courses, this, and, that. and the Lord came and spoke to my heart one day and said, don't miss out knowing me, just trying to know about me. Woo! I cried like a baby. When the Lord spoke to my heart, man, education is great, don't, get, don't do me You know, all that. And I still try to educate myself in the Lord every day. I want to be a student of the word of the Lord. I want to be a good disciple of the word. But I tell you what, if I were by the that go, well, you didn't go here. Well, you didn't go there. You didn't do this. Right? I think it's great when somebody says, you didn't, you didn't have to listen, listen, listen and this. And God's doing you. To go, yeah, that yeah, that's cool. And so I was saying, guess what? The guy went from this to go, yeah. Really? Yeah, I well, want tell you some more. I'm saying, because you know what, man? It's about the revelation of what Jesus Christ has done. Getting that in your heart, man. When I found out, God said, you're the one. I love you. I go, really? When that took hold in my head and my heart, I was like, man, I could have to go through that door with it shut. Boom. I was trying to get in the confidence of Christ. Not the arrogance of an idiot. There's a difference. The confidence of Christ. What are you going to do? I don't know. I'm going to be a blessing. Lord, use me today. How can you use me today? How can I make a difference? I don't know. But you know what? If we're open to that, God will show you. Amen? Let's keep on going. Last part of this that we have today from the verses here is 139, Psalm 139, 17, 18. I really pray you guys get this. How precious are you, your thoughts about me, O oh God? They cannot be numbered. I can't even count them. They outnumber the grains of sand. Man. So the next time, devil said, you can't I say, well, you're not going to make it, difference. Remember that. How precious are your thoughts about me, my God. God says, you're worth it. God says, you're worth it. Liz said something yesterday. She said, hey, bud, thanks for opening up your house and everything. And, 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 and I said, you know what? I said, I looked her day in the face and I said, you know what? She goes, what? I said, you're worth it. You're worth it. God says, you're worth it. What are you worth it? The blood of Christ. He not give him his son. After a resurrection. Put a price tag on that. You can't buy it. You can't work for it. You can't be smart enough to get it. You can't be pretty enough to get it. It's a gift. So today, talking about being a blessing. I want to bless you with this. The message of the Lord Jesus Christ. Have you received that today? Have you received all that God has to I think it'll take all this lifetime and more to to really get all that. I tell you where it starts at. Call it on the name of Jesus. Let us pray. Father God, I thank you so much that there's nowhere that we can go that your love don't reach us. Your love is constant for us. Your love is unconditional for your children. I pray that we rest in that and that we stop running start resting, and start being a blessing, because I going to tell you, friends, this life is short. I don't care if you live 100 years, this life is short. What will you do with your mark? You go to the cemetery, and you walk across there, and you say, this person was born here, and this person left right, this road here. Maybe it's 10 years, maybe it's 20 years, maybe it's 80 years, I don't know. But what will you do with today? What will you do with your?" Said, but I need to make that decision. Great, we want you to make that decision. God gave His life, His Son, for you. He gave His life so that you. of the whole time in